okay. Is everybody ready for the word? Yes. Fli uh, Philippians, yeah, sure. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. And Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 and 20. The writer says, just think how much more surely the blood of Christ, and thank you, Elder Ken, for sharing about the blood during communion. The blood of Christ will transform our lives and hearts. Jesus, who through the eternal spirit, very important, Jesus, who through the Holy Spirit purify our conscience from dead things of the world, so that we may serve the living God and no longer do things that lead to death. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, in that version, uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, I put a few versions in there, uh, the, the Living Bible, the King James Version, NIV, and the uh, commentary, contemporary English version. This next verse is strictly the NIV. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus Christ, we can only enter by the blood of Jesus Christ, by his death, that is his blood, Jesus opened a new and living way for us through the curtain that is his body. I want to speak to you on the concept Again, I plead the blood, and of course it's in a question mark, which we'll talk about that later. I plead, I plead the blood, but I want to talk to you about uh, courts in session. Court is in session. Court is in session. A um, little bit of background of the book of Hebrews, and I don't want to spend too much time about other than the fact that Hebrews was, is a book in the New Testament that's written to uh, uh, a Jewish congregation. We don't know who the writer is. Some people say it's Paul, the Apostle Paul, but we're not sure who the writer is, but we do know two things. Number one, the Jewish Christians were under uh, a lot of persecution because this was during the time of Nero, Nero, uh, the emperor of Rome, who set fire to Rome and then blamed Christians for it. And so Christians were being persecuted at this time so that's so. So they automatically have uh, a, a very stressful life and very stressful season. But they're also Jewish people who left the Jewish faith to become Christians. So they're doubly uh, persecuted. They're persecuted because they're Christians, and then they're persecuted because they're Jewish people who believe that Jesus is a Messiah, uh, and therefore there's no need to anymore perform these sacrifices, sacrificing lambs and doves and bulls and, 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 and uh, goats and all of those things that were, that were set up by Moses in the first five books of the Bible, which is called the Pentateuch. And so they, they are under a lot of stress to the point that they're thinking of leaving Christianity and returning back to their Jewish uh, foundations. And so the writer in chapter 10 says, the just shall live by faith. 
But if any person turns back, the Lord is saying, if you turn back to your old ways and your old religion, my soul will not have pleasure in that. And then he goes on to say, you have need of patience that after having done the will of God, you will receive the promise. And so the, the, this text is dealing with people who are struggling. Amen. Any, any, anybody else struggling out there? Hey, praise the Lord. And the rest of you, the Lord will ask forgiveness for you because... <laughs> so the writer says that the blood of Jesus can purify our conscience from dead works so that we can serve the living God. This word purify, it is the Greek word uh, katharizo, from which we get our English word catharsis, and it means to cleanse utensils from their stains or their dirt. And whenever we see the word clean, we always think of washing uh, or, or the removal of dirt. But when you look at definitions of the word clean or cleanse, one of the first words that he used is to free, which makes sense. If I'm free, if I'm cleaning a utensil, I am freeing the utensil from dirt. So you see here that when he's talking about purification, he's talking about setting something free. When we're talking about uh, this word purify, it is the word consecrate. Consecrate, consecrate, uh, con, which consecrate, when the word sacred means to set apart for God's use. So when we're talking about purifying our conscience, he's talking about setting our conscience, our thinking aside for God to use. So now, when he talks this word conscience, it is a Greek word which means co-perception co-perception or joint knowledge. Now, what does that mean? That means their co-perception, mean, co means together, and, it, and perception means to see or to grasp. And so what's, what, what am I saying here? There, there is a way that the world looks at things. Are you with me? There's a way that the world looks at life and life without Christ, and we are co perceivers with this world. We, sadly, we think just like the world thinks. We think just like the world thinks. Well, how does the world think? John, uh, the Apostle John in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 17, he says, love not the world, neither the things of the world, because if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And he, so he says, this is, these are the things that are in the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the eyes, that's why uh, you see commercials and advertisement. They want you to lust after that new car. Mm. They want you to lust after that new uh, spouse, or that new uh, mate, or that new job, or they, they the world wants you to, to be overwhelmed with a desire for certain things. Lust of the eyes, lust, lust of the flesh. I want, I want those potato chips when I shouldn't eat them. I, I want those, those sweets 
those brownies, those when, when I shouldn't eat them. Okay, it's quiet in this place. I, I, there's things that our flesh wants. The flesh wants what it wants. And usually we end up lying to ourselves by saying things like, well, this is the last one. To your neighbor said, I said that one before too. <laughs> and then, and then, and the other thing is the pride of life. Ooh, the pride of life. That there, I have never, I've never been in this season in, in all of my years of living where everybody, mm, everybody actually feels they have a right to be offended. And, and, and there are some people who actually are, there are some people who, when you're offended and you exercise the principles of the Bible, which is to forgive, there are people who are upset that when you were offended, you weren't offended. So they have taken it upon themselves to be offended for you. There's a way the world thinks. If you want to know how the world thinks, you want to know how you and I can be co-perceivers of the world, just go to social media. Ooh, I think I'm going to pop right here. People ask me, Bishop, are you on social media? Nope. And you know why I'm not on social media? Because... I'm just going to prophesy right now. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to prophesy. Because I know some of you have put things on social media that, Lord have mercy, people would wonder if you were a believer. I'm just talking to my wife right now. And, and I want to be able to preach freely without knowing what you put on social media. Hmm. Because if I knew what you put on, then I probably wouldn't say what I'm saying in the podium. I, so whatever you hear from this pulpit, know that the Lord because I don't know any of your business. Mm. Ooh, it's quiet in here. Some of you are like, praise the Lord, the bishop doesn't see what I put on. You, you, you better not worry about me seeing. You need, to, you need to be concerned about what is the Lord seeing? Mm. Some of you are using words on social media that if someone look at it, they think, man, you think just like us. Ooh, can I preach, honey? Okay, thank you, because I, I have my, my amen corner. Do you, let me help you out. As a believer on social media, you shouldn't be putting these three initials on any comment you make. 
What do you mean these three initials? Because just because you don't say it doesn't mean people don't know what you mean. Mm. Let, me look, let, me, let me look at the cross. <laughs> Lord, you know your people should not be putting on social media the letters WTF. Well, I mean, what the faith? <laughs> Fortunately, the world doesn't know that. There's a way that the world thinks, and Jesus is trying to set our minds free purify our minds from being co-preceptors. We ought to be looking at things differently than the world does. So we talked about the seven places that Jesus bled, his heart, his feet, his hand, his back, shoulders, his head, and want to just really dive into the head, that Jesus bled on his head, the crown of thorns, hopefully the image is there, where, where he bled. Why? He bled so that our, our thinking could be set free from the bondages of thoughts that the enemy is constantly trying to destroy us with. This is a season where I've never seen a season in my life where there's people are, there's so much worry and there's so much anxiety and, and people you know, literally having to take medication just to calm their nerves. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. Turn your name and say, neighbor. You need to do what you need to do. Okay, now I'm not taking, I'm not talking about, you know, things that you shouldn't do. Okay. Okay. I have to fix everything here. Because, but, <laughs> the bishop said I could. No, no. Brother's got to do with a brother. No, 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 no. But my point is, is that there's a stress. In, and I really believe that God is saying, my blood is a solution for that. Like the Hebrews who were getting out of Egypt in last, uh, not this Saturday, but uh, the 23rd, ended Passover according to the uh, Jewish religion. And, and the blood, the blood on the, on, I was gonna say the, I was gonna say the blood on the goalposts, but the, the blood on the door frames was, was the thing that set the Jewish people free from Egyptian bondage. And I really believe what God is saying is that that same blood of Jesus, not the one that was in the Old Testament, the, the, the blood in the New Testament, because Jesus is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of, of the world. Walk with me here. That that blood 
Well, just, like, just as the blood of the lamb, that is an actual lamb, a, an animal lamb, set the people of Israel free from Egyptian bondage so that they can uh, move into their promised place, the Lord is saying that my blood, the blood of my son, can set your mind free from the bondages of what the world is trying to trying to keep our minds in prison. For example, the scripture says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove God's will is good and acceptable and perfect. You will never be able to prove God's will keeping your same thinking. Are you following me so far? Then, it, then the Bible says in, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 5, talks about that there's warfare going on in our minds and that God has given us weapons to pull down strongholds, pull down arguments, pull down any theory that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So for example, uh, Troy uh, shared about giving uh, giving our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. But there's an argument that's going on in our minds say, don't give your money to the Lord, you got bills to pay. Don't give your money to the Lord, you want to go on a vacation. Don't give your money to the Lord, you want to buy this, and you want to buy, give, give God $5, that's good enough. When the Bible talks about that we should be given a tenth of our income to the Lord. Who was quiet in here, but that's all right. And, but God, and, and then God says in, in Malachi chapter three, "Test me in this. Test me in this, and 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 see if I don't prove to you that I, that that you did the right thing, so that." Out of the windows of heaven, blessings will pour out on you. God is basically saying that my 90% will take care of your 100%. That I have the ability. See, we don't tithe and give a tenth of our income to the Lord because God needs the money. The reason why God messes with our, with, with our money is because... He understands that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. Mm. Mm. I, met my, I went out with my dinner with my pastor uh, two days ago, Friday, and we were talking about how God was dealing with our hearts when it comes to uh, people who, you know, you stop at a, at a red light and people come to you with a cardboard sign and a paper cup saying, could you give me some money? Anybody, can I, anybody? And, and so what happens is that I used to be one of those dudes that I look at them and say, well, why don't you work? Or what you're gonna, you're gonna use my money to buy drugs? And all, all of the, you, you say the argument, I had it. And the Lord began to deal with me and said, it's none of your business what they're going to do with the money. Right now, they are, they are maybe they're homeless and they're broken, and you need to give. It's quiet in here. So I know me and my wife and my brother, and we, we make it a, a point. Unless, unless the light turns green, we're going to give something. I, I literally, so I carry money just to give. 
And I came up with a new idea because sometimes you try to give the money but the light turns green. So now I take my, you know, the soft money and I put coins in it and I wrap it around so that if the light turns green, I can throw it to them. Okay, hey, okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, wow, that's a good idea. <laughs> and so my pastor said, yeah, Brian, uh, uh, I thought I was doing well, and then I stopped. <laughs> it's so funny. He said, I stopped at a red light, rolled down the window, and when I looked in my wallet, all I had was a $20 bill. And he said, the Holy Spirit was dealing with me. I took out the 20 and I gave it to him, but as he was taking it, I was pulling it back. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were going back and forth. And he said, but when I let it go, something broke inside of me. My point is, is that there is there's something in the world that in our minds that constantly is arguing against what God wants us to do. Give me three signs, Lord. If it's really you, produce a blizzard in July. <laughs> then I know it's you, Lord. <laughs> uh, now I do, ooh. ooh, here we go. You still ready with me? Okay, okay. Uh, there is no scripture in the Bible that tells us to plead the blood. I plead the blood in the name of Jesus. There's no scripture that says plead the blood. <sighs> so, 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 what, what, what should I do? <laughs> Pleading the blood, that's the bad news. And I'm not saying don't use the term anymore, but I'm simply saying there is no scripture that says plead the blood. I know some of you are going to look you can look, but you're not going to find it. And I know you're going to say, well, maybe in another version. Nope, it's not, in, it, it's, it, it's not in the Bible. But the principle of pleading the blood is in the Bible. Amen. For example, the term God helps those who help themselves is not in the Bible. Can, can we agree on that? <laughs> However, the principle is there. In James chapter 2, verse 20 and 26, which says, faith without works is dead. So you're going to have to do something to show your faith. Now, the principle of plea, and I'm going to move fast now, don't worry. The, the principle of pleading, it is a legal term. Oh, I'm ready to preach now. It is a legal term. The etymology of this word plea means a lawsuit or a legal conflict. Are you tracking with me? So when I plead the blood, I am now presenting a court case in the courts of heaven. Whew, I'm going to run around this church right now. When I plead the blood, I am making a case in the, in the judicial court of heaven. 
And in a judicial court, we have a few law students here and definitely law professors at our church. There are five things needed in the court. There needs to be a judge, laws, a prosecutor, a defense attorney, and evidence or witnesses, basically. Are you tracking with me right now? So let's go quickly. First of all, in this court of heaven, there is a judge whose name is Jehovah. God is judge. Psalm 7 verse 11 says, God is a righteous judge. Are you with me so far? In fact, God is a God of justice, which we were dealing with last year. Our theme was biblical justice. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 says, for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Meaning that he's a God of justice and the unjust are not going to get away with unjust things. But we must wait on God because justice is coming. Somebody needed to hear that. Justice, number two, involves laws. And God took about 12 chapters from Exodus 24 to Exodus 34 to give his laws. His laws for us, for example, is the Bible. Or if you want to do the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, those are the laws of the Lord. So God is a judge. He is a judge of justice. And he has laws. Then there is the prosecutor, Lord have mercy. The prosecutor, his job is to bring a case of accusations, hoping to prove you are guilty based on the evidence. Are you with me so far? So God goes for, so who's accused? The, 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 the prosecutor or the accuser is the devil or Satan. The word Satan means opponent. The word devil means slanderer. And he is always trying to bring a case against you to the Lord. We see a picture of this court where the Bible says in Job chapter 1, all the angels are showing up before the Lord and Satan shows up too. And the only one who's opening his mouth with regards to an accusation is Satan. Are you with me? And, he, and, and God says to Satan, have you seen or considered my servant Job? Are you with me? And, and, and Satan's response, accusation, the only reason this dude is serving you is because you have put a hedge around him so that I can't get to him. But if, I, if you just remove the protection away from him, I guarantee I can make him cuss you out instead of bless you. Mm. And could, could it be that the reason why you're going through what you're going through is because God is, has been bragging on you? I know you didn't like that. Some of you are saying, God, stop bragging. Revelation chapter 12 calls him the accuser of the brother, meaning that even right now, the devil is making accusations against you as to why God should not love you, why you should go to hell, why God should not be giving you favor. He is constantly making accusations. Every wrong you have done, every word you have said, he is taking notes 
as evidence against you and I. Are you tracking with me so far? But praise God, we have a defense attorney. The Holy Spirit, he's called the comforter, but in the Greek, it's the parakletos from which we get our English word paralegal. The Holy Spirit is our legal counsel. Are you with me? He is the one who tells us what to say. Luke 12, verse 12, when you need him most, the Holy Spirit will teach you at the same moment that you need him what you ought to say. John chapter 14, verse 26 says, but the comforter, that word comfort doesn't mean, oh, are you gonna be okay? That word comfort, C-O-M, with fortis, the one who comes with strength, but the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and he'll bring things to your memory. So why, <coughs> oh, why you are in court, and the, and the devil, the accuser, the prosecutor is bringing evidence against you about the things you have done and how you don't deserve to be blessed and how you don't deserve to be successful and how you don't deserve anything. The, 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 the defense lawyer is speaking words into your, into your mind, into your heart, letting you know what you ought to say against the accusations. Are you with me so far? And, and oh, and, and so, so when, you're in, when you're in your prayer time, are you tracking with me? Are you praying? When, when you're in your prayer time, it's, it's, it's like the Holy Spirit is your, is, 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 he is your legal counsel. And, and while you're wondering what, you're, what to do, the Holy Spirit's like, and you're like, and, and, and what am I saying? I'm saying, and, and Auntie Delia, Delia, she, 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 she said these words, and, and, and I, I believe every lawyer said it, say this, that when you get arrested, keep your mouth shut. Because anything, whoo, you better come up here and give me five. Anything that you say can be used against you. And I am prophesying to those of you in the room and outside the room that maybe some of what you are going through is because you didn't exercise your right to remain silent. And what you're going through right now is evidence that is being used against you. That's a bad word right there. You need to exercise your right to remain silent because Proverbs 6 verse 2 says you will be trapped by the words of your mouth. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So instead of saying, I'm an idiot, I'm a jerk, just shut your mouth and say, God, give me get legal counsel, paracletos, Holy Spirit, tell me who I am before I open my mouth and say something that I will be trapped by. You're not dumb, you are fearfully 
and wonderfully made. You're not in a position where you can't do anything because the law says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. I'm not broke. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You have a legal counsel who will help you get through your court case. Woo. And the reason, ooh, I could run around this. The reason why you got to keep your mouth shut until the Holy Spirit tells you what to say is because you can be on the, the, the witness stand and the accuser, the devil, the prosecutor starts talking to you about the things you've done, about how you have messed up. Are you with me so far? And, and, and if you respond to him, oh, you can open up a line of questioning whoo, that, that the judge, he, he has to sit there and can do nothing because you think that God can do anything, but God is a God of laws. That's why he couldn't just say, hey, you sin, no big deal. Hey, I forgive you. No, the reason why God had to have his son Jesus die on the cross to shed blood, it is because it was a legal transaction. It wasn't an act, simply an act of love for God to love the world that he gave. Yes, but it was a legal transaction so that you can get free from the bondage of sin. So that I don't have to have a sinful mind anymore because my conscience is purified. Whew. Can I preach? I was at an event and can I be transparent? Some of you all look at pastors, well, maybe not anymore with all that you read in the news. <laughs> there used to be a time when people looked at pastors and yes, man of God, nothing bothers that person. And sometimes there's pastors who they see a, 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 a female dressed rather nicely my wife is looking at me, so I'm watching my words. And, and the devil will make us think that we have to look. Ooh, let me come down here. Men, repeat after me. They're, they're like, these men are scared now. No, forget men. Women, too. Women, too, yeah. So repeat after me. I, I must understand. It's not the first look that kills me. It's the second look. Just, just, just look straight. Just look straight. You know, I was walking down the street one time. It was Central Square. So I was walking this way, and another guy was walking this way. And you know, no, I mean, I'm not blind. The girl was fine, okay? And so usually for me, you know, I'm trying to do that thing that Job says, I make a covenant with my eyes. No. Eyes, you and I agree that we're not going to do this second look, okay? And, and so I was walking. I knew she was fine. And so I'm walking, 
And actually, me and the guy were walking the same direction. We walk in the same direction. And I knew she was fine, so I wanted to see his reaction. <laughs> can, I, can I be real? Okay. So we'll walk in. And I knew she was fine, so I just kept my eyes straight. But I looked at him. See, see, you, you, you can't control the thoughts that the enemy fires into your mind. Meaning that you can't control the initial thought, but you can keep him from making his home in your thought life. You can't stop the birds from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest there. So we walked. Me, the first look was, I see her, and that was just the first look. I just kept walking with Jesus. <laughs> Can I get a witness from some brothers out there? Don't leave me out here. So he said, all the brothers are like, no, my wife is next to me. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I see you in the spirit. Yeah. Now, I know who got, now I know who got my back when the trouble really happened. These, these brothers are like, if that's some of them got that Jada Pickwick look. Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to have fun if you don't. So I wanted to see the reaction of the brother next to me. So we were walking. We weren't like together. We were just walking. And we both got the first look, but he went like this. He went, ooh. And then he went to church. Lord have mercy. That's the look that will kill you. Mm. You don't have to take the second look. You don't have to take the second look. You don't have to. Don't listen to his argument. Well, you're only human. You're actually admiring the beauty of God's creation. Your defense attorney is saying, keep your mouth shut. But as you stop running your mouth, you can open a line of questioning that the judge says, I can't help you now because you opened a line of questioning. You cursed your children. You'll never amount to anything. You just opened a line of questioning. My husband's a jerk. My wife is an idiot. You just opened a line of questioning for the enemy to hammer, to hammer your life. But I got good news, the blood of Jesus. When you plead the blood, you can silence the enemy. Are you with me so far? I'm almost finished here. The fifth thing that's in the court is faith in the blood of Jesus. Woo! Faith in the blood of Jesus is your evidence. Faith Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of things for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. 
the blood of Jesus Christ is your evidence in the court before the judge so that you can be set free from stinking thinking. In fact, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. That's the power of the blood. See, when, when I get a bill and it says remit payment, the word remit, re meaning back, and mito, from which we get in English with mission, it means to send. So when you get a bill, send this book, send this bill back to the people who sent it. And my point is, is that we, when the blood is shed, the blood has the power to send back sin, to send it back where? Send it back where? To Jesus who bore our sins and iniquity. I can walk in freedom and liberty because of the evidence of the blood. So how does that work? Are you with me so far? It works this way. So what happens is right now is that the devil has been following you. Oh yeah, he got a big ledger on us. Okay, and he is, he's taken all sorts of notes on our lives. Oh, yep, I saw you, you, you cheated there, you lied there, you messed up there, uh, uh, you did this when you were a child, and, and all of these notes that he takes, and he brings the evidence to God, saying, God, look what they did. And God says, oh, really? Yeah, look it, and, and God says, this is what God sees. Yes, there is a record upon you, but there is the blood of Jesus. Ah, you ought to be happy so that, so that God is saying, what sin? What evidence? And the devil's saying this right here. He said, no, no, no. It's covered by the blood of Jesus. I don't see the failures. I don't see the mess ups. All I see is the blood that covers their sin so that, as far as I'm concerned, they're not guilty, they are innocent. And as a matter of fact, because of the blood, I'm finished here, I render a verdict. The word verdict is two Latin words, ver, ver which means truth, and, and DKO, which means to say. So God says, I speak the truth. And the truth that I speak is setting them free. You and I need to walk in the truth that when we plead the blood, are you with me? That we're saying, God, your blood can cover this situation. Lord, in the court of heaven, I have come before you as somebody who, has, who, who is rendering a case that I need you to act on like Luke chapter 18. I need you to do something. And the prosecutor is saying, no, no, no. I don't, you don't have to do anything. No, no, no. I have evidence that they messed up. But the blood of Jesus through the eternal Holy Spirit can make you free so that you don't have to be a bondage in your mind and start saying crazy stuff like, I won't make it, things will never change. The devil is a liar. Plead the blood. Bring your case to God. Some of you need to hear this message again. Bring your case before God. Because let me end with this. 
The word plead, etymology word plead means to advance something as evidence or to cite something in support of an action or a response to a complaint. My last point. So, Revelation chapter 10, verse 11 and 12, chapter 12, verse 10 and 11 says that the enemy is constantly before God, accusing you, accusing you, accusing you. But I need to plead. In other words, I need to, 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 to advance as evidence, meaning the blood. So, this is, this is, this, let me end with this. So, I was in a situation a few days ago. And I did not know what to do. I prayed every prayer I could pray. I was speaking in tongues, and it seemed like nothing was happening. And I heard the Lord say to me, which was weird, why don't you look at your sermon notes? And so I looked at the sermon notes, and he said, plead the blood. Bring this to the court of heaven. And so I literally prayed this prayer. I said, when I plead the blood of Jesus, I am saying to, I am saying, God, I'm advancing evidence. Your blood. Are you tracking with me? I am, I am, I am presenting evidence, your blood, and I am citing your word to support that you will protect this situation and me from the death angel. Who is the death angel? The devil. John chapter 10, verse 10, he's come to steal, to kill, and destroy. And so, Lord, I'm asking you that with an argument with my wife and the enemy saying divorce, divorce is not going to work, God, I'm presenting evidence of your blood. Hopefully, hope you don't mind messing up your hair. <laughs> Cover my wife with your blood and protect our marriage or protect this situation from the death angel who's trying to steal, who's trying to kill, who's trying to destroy, and give me access to things that I have no right to have access to except through your blood. That's why in Romans, sorry, in, in, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, says that we have access through the blood of Jesus. We actually can go to and, and, and like uh, Dealer shared, a, oh, Dealer shared a, a message during midnight prayer. As an attorney, you can have what they call sidebar. Mm. Where you can go up as an attorney, the attorney can go to the judge and whisper things to the judge that the defense, that the, that the prosecutor can do nothing about. And the Holy Spirit, as our attorney, begins to talk with the Lord. And he brings back a word to me as the person who's dealing with the trial. And all of a sudden, I heard the Lord saying, you plead the blood. And because you have pleaded the blood, 
Are you hearing me? I am rendering a verdict. And I'm rendering a verdict that you don't deserve. And the blood of Jesus will set you free. And if you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And as I was pleading the blood, as I was making a case for the blood, as soon as I made that prayer, things just turned around instantly. I'm not saying that it'll happen all the time, but what I'm saying is that maybe every day I plead the blood over my unsaved loved ones. I plead the blood over the situation. I, I plead the case, Lord, that no matter what the evidence is saying, this is the main evidence that you have responded to, the blood of Jesus that will cover every situation. And I guarantee you that something is going to happen as long as you make your case based on the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, Lord have mercy, help me Holy Spirit. It's not just to get you into heaven. It is to make sure that you are able to accomplish all that God has created you to do on planet Earth. If you will look at your life right now, some of you have no business being where you are other than that the blood of Jesus has protected you. The blood of Jesus, when you thought you were gonna lose your mind and, and all sorts of negative thoughts were, were, were just burrowing through your mind, God has covered your mind with his blood so that no weapon formed against you will prosper. And so this is what I want you to do. Everybody stand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, Bishop, that was kind of a complicated word, but that's all right. I wanted to have you do something simple. I want you to join me in a 31-day test. Because either it works or it doesn't work. Thirty-one day test, meaning by the end of this month, I believe that faith in the blood of Jesus is going to turn things around. God is a God of law. So present to him the law of his word. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. I have no need for what Christ has supplied him all. This, this, this is what I say regularly. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus who loved me. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I wake up and one of my first confessions when I wake up it's Psalm 118, verse 24, 26. I say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. In other words, I already declare that I'm going to live a day that God has made for me 
and not a day that the devil has made. There is a day from heaven and there's a day from hell. And I've determined to make sure that my mouth is in agreement with my legal attorney that today is a good day. Well, what if the day doesn't go well? What if it's actually a horrible day? Then I have to go to another part of the law article, Romans chapter 8, article 28. And I know, and I know, no matter what hell is occurring in my life, and I know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and to them who are called according to his purpose. And the last I check with my heart, I love the Lord, I'm called to his purpose, so somehow, some way, God is gonna take this mess and make it into a masterpiece. Somebody praise him. I said, somebody praise him. Ah, but in the meantime, what if stuff is going crazy? Oh, First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, article 16 and 18 says, In everything, not for everything, in everything, give thanks because this is the will of God concerning you. Well, where's that in the scripture? Job had everything taken away from him and, and, uh, and his wife tried to get Job to open up a, a, a path for the enemy, the prosecutor, to give him uh, entry into Job's life because he said, Job cursed God and died. And Job's response was, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The best thing you could do is either keep your mouth shut or bless the Lord. Come on, take one minute to bless God. I don't know what you're going through right now. Take a moment. You're online. Bless the Lord right now. Use your mouth ah, ah, to open up a way. You can open up a way for the enemy, but praise opens up the way for the Lord. Ah, if you praise the Lord, lift up your head, O ye gates. Come on, folks. Be lifted up, ye everlasting Lord, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. He'll stop fighting for you if you raise your hands and bless the Lord. The angels are waiting to fight on your behalf. We don't have to sit there and take punch after punch after punch. Even while we're crying, I will bless the Lord. Even while we're weeping, I will bless the Lord. In good times, I will bless the Lord. In bad times, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times because eventually the judge will come in and render a verdict. Come on now, shake yourself. I don't care what's going on in Ukraine. I don't care how much inflation is. God has control over my life. And he knows how to make a way where there is no way. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Come on, just give me 20 seconds. 20 seconds of your best praise. Come on, it is a sacrifice of praise. Sometimes it's a sacrifice when I don't feel like praising you, when I don't feel like thanking you, when all hell is breaking loose. I present to you, Jesus. I present to you your blood, your blood, your blood, your blood paid for my deliverance, your blood paid for this. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood that will free my mind from dead works, things that are killing me, so that I can serve you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry for pausing here, but I just feel like we, we just really need to press in just a little for worshiping, to bless him. He's, he's, he's doing something. And then I'm going to sit things and we'll dismiss. Um, Carmen, could you come up here for a moment? Just, Carmen, could you just, just come up here? <clears throat> you can stand in front of me. You, you may be seated because I want to. If you're here and you're battling with your mind, it could be negative thoughts, depression, disappointment, pride, whatever. This is the no judgment zone. But you know that your, your mind has been under assault. Starting today, and I've, I started last week. I want you to get yourself some oil, virgin olive oil, doesn't have to be anything special. And I want you to just put a cross where Jesus died. And as you anoint your mind, all you have to say is the blood of Jesus Christ sets my mind free so that I can serve God the way I was created to serve Him. I want you to do that 
for the entire month of May. And I guarantee you, some things are going to happen. So what I want to do is to use my wife as a proxy. Because she'll tell you, she's, <laughs> she has to fight with her mind every day. If you're here and you're saying, Bishop, that is me, and I want to be included in this anointing of my mind, I want you to stand right where you are <clears throat> so that I can, and I'm just going to anoint my wife. You know, you know let, look, you're amongst friends. Let's, let's stop playing this game. You, you know that this has been a, a horrible time a challenging time and our mind is just under assault but I want to I'm going to anoint my wife as a proxy to you but what I want you to do is just lift your hands to the Lord basically say Lord one of my favorite but unfavorite scriptures is 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 verse 12 <laughs> I have no might against this great force that's coming against me. Neither do I know, I don't even know what to do. But my eyes are on you. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm just going to anoint Lady Carmen and I'm gonna pray over her and then we're gonna let you go. But if that's you, you're, you're being challenged in your mind and you're thinking. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. <clears throat> Give me wisdom to do what you do. Lord, I look to you. of everybody here. I pray, Father, in your name that as we go home, some of us already have anointing oil on our, in our homes. Some of us may have to stop at Whole Foods or Market Basket or 
know, wherever we may shop, you get just a small bottle of olive oil. There's nothing special in the oil, it's what it represents. And Lord, we're going to anoint our minds, anoint our hands every day. And we're just going to claim Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, that the blood of Jesus is freeing my mind from dead works, thoughts that are killing me, so that I can serve the living God. And Father, at the end of this month, we're going to see what you do. Huh, we're going to see what you do. Lord, the worst thing that can happen to us is nothing, that it doesn't work. But Lord, I just believe that people are going to start seeing life differently. They're going to start looking for worry and realize, I'm not worried about that anymore. They're going to start, some of us have gotten used to living with anxiety. And we're going to find ourselves not as anxious anymore. So Lord, we, we anoint our own minds. And I like it this way, Lord, because sometimes when a preacher or a healer anoints us, we think that in order to get that deliverance, we have to find that person. But the only person we need is the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, I thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us all stand. Thank you for being so patient. Can we all stand? I want to just close up with this blessing. First of all, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if, you, if you've never given your life to Jesus and you're saying, Bishop Brian, could you just include me in this final prayer? Because I want to give my life to Jesus. I, 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 want, I want the lawyer to live in my heart so that when the prosecutor comes and constantly wants to attack me, attack my my, my, my well-being that I know that that Jesus is walking with me and protecting me and that I belong to him. If that's you, you say, Bishop, could you pray for me? I want to give my life to Jesus as every head is bowed and every eye is closed before we leave. Could you raise up your hand that way I know who I'm praying for? You want to give your life to Jesus? I see the hand. Keep that hand up. If there's any. God bless you. I see that hand. I see. Could, could you raise your I'm only one looking. Could you raise your hand high? Because somebody's going to pass you some information. Amen. Amen. See that hand. So. Could everybody repeat after me? But those of you who raised your hand, could you please keep your hand up? Dear Lord, I come to you this afternoon. And I admit, Lord, that I'm a sinner. And all that means is Jesus does not live in my heart. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross and shedding your blood so that I could become a child of God. Jesus, I accept your sacrifice for me. Thank you 
for coming into my life. And I believe from this moment on, I belong to you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So may the Lord bless you and protect you. May he look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face shine, grin, and beam, and show his pleasure on you. May the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, and side with you as you side with him. Finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, and his success. And may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life. I bless you today, and again, thank you for your patience. But I bless you today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody say, I receive that blessing. God bless you. Have a great day. And again, if you raise your hand, uh, see one of the welcome guests, they'll make sure you get some material to help you with your walk with the Lord. Hey, family. Thank you so much for joining us for today's service. Special thanks to those of you who continue to generously support the work of this ministry. We are so grateful for you and it's because of you that we can be a blessing to this community. If you enjoyed the service today, please like, share with your friends and family, and subscribe to our channel so that you can get a notification whenever our services go live. We also invite you to follow us on social media at PT Cambridge in order to stay connected to this ministry. Hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for watching and God bless you.